You are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management. I am a clinical scientist and I've done research over 10 years and I've found some interesting things about hypertension and blood pressure control and medication taking behavior. I would like to share with you all of the information I've found as well as all the information that's out there that that will help you get control of your blood pressure. Stick with me and we'll take this journey to help you improve your blood pressure. Thanks for listening. You already know that hypertension is a chronic disease that is tearing up your blood vessel if left untreated. Severe blood pressure makes things even worse in the shortest amount of time. Let me tell you what everybody ought to know about hypertension. Everybody ought to know what to do about their severe blood pressure readings to stop this rapid damage. A severe blood pressure is a systolic or diastolic blood pressure that is 20 points higher than your target goal. If your target goal is that of the general population of 130 over 80 millimeters of mercury, then your severe blood pressure would be 150 over 100. That is a systolic blood pressure of 150 or more or diastolic blood pressure of 100 or more when your blood pressure is taken at home. Now, the general guidelines or the hypertension guidelines uh, characterize a severe high, high blood pressure as 180 over 120. But this is the blood pressure that is taken in the doctor's office or in a healthcare setting. The numbers are higher in the doctor's office or healthcare setting, just like when your target goal is higher in the doctor's office or healthcare setting, due to the fact that blood pressure is just higher when you're in a healthcare setting than when you're at home. This has been researched for many years, this idea, uh, this phenomena of uh, blood pressure being higher in the doctor's office than at home. And we still don't know why this is occurring. But some researchers have found that white coat hypertension or white coat effect is responsible for this discrepancy. But White coat hypertension or white coat effect is responsible for up to about 40% of people in the United States who have blood pressure that is taken in a doctor's office and is higher than at home. So we really don't know the mechanism for the effect in general, but it is what it is. 
That being said, take your blood pressure at home and use your home blood pressure monitor to get your blood pressure, to get the most accurate blood pressure for you. If you're still in doubt, though, go ahead and bring your blood pressure monitor to the fire station or to a healthcare facility and confirm uh, your blood pressure measurement in that way. But I can assure you that you're getting the right blood pressure. You're getting the most accurate blood pressure and you're doing it right. So keep doing what you're doing and monitor your blood pressure at home with your blood pressure monitor. Trust yourself and believe your blood pressure readings. It is what it is. The next thing to do is to notify your health care provider. Now, this is a difficult thing to do, especially if it's after office hours or if it's on the weekend. But I can assure you, your health care provider has somebody on call 24 hours to assist you with some medical advice. So don't hesitate to call your health care provider. When you call your health care provider, you want to have the following information handy. You want to know if you have any allergies or not. You want to have several blood pressure readings. You want to have a list of your medications Tell them the medications that you've taken today. Have a phone number for your pharmacy. Give them a good callback number for you. And describe any symptoms that you may be having. This would be some useful information that they can use to determine what actions that you need to take right now. Let me just say that you do need to let them know Uh, if you have been prescribed any medication for your blood pressure and maybe perhaps you've stopped taking that medication for your blood pressure. Just let them know that. Um, And if it wasn't working for you, you let them know that as well. But generally, you want to give your healthcare provider as much information as possible in order for them to make the uh, correct assessment of what you need to do next. If they, if your healthcare provider uh, recommend that you continue to just uh, treat your blood pressure at home, then I will tell you some home treatments for blood pressures um, that you can possibly do. But you need to clarify with your healthcare provider if these uh, home remedies are safe for you. But I will list them um, in a few minutes um, so that you can clarify that with your health care provider. But of course, nobody wants to go to the emergency room for a severe blood pressure. So I would encourage you to talk with your health care provider and see if you can try these home remedies to get your blood pressure down. And sometimes these home remedies are very effective to lower your blood pressure. You don't want to have a severe blood pressure for a long period of time because that's when rapid damage is occurring. Here are the top five home treatments that I've seen work over time uh, for patients. They they swear by these treatments, and actually, I really have witnessed some of these treatments myself um, with family members. So here they are. The first one is deep breathing exercises. The second one is green tea. The third one is an apple cider vinegar with the mother. The fourth one is a hot Epsom salt bath with the fragrance lavender. And the last one is the hot foot soak with Epsom salt. 
lavender Epsom salt is what I recommend. So let me just go over those uh, home treatments. So first is deep breathing exercises. And that is very simple. You can either use just the technique that I'm going to show you right now, or you can use the Headspace app that has guided breathing exercises. Um, The Headspace app is free for two weeks, and then there's the subscription tied to it. But go ahead and use the free two weeks um, subscription if you like. But the deep breathing exercises that um, I've seen to bring blood pressure down rapidly, I mean, really, within minutes, um, uh, is this particular breathing exercise. Now you breathe in through your nose and then you breathe out through your mouth. Um, this is basically um, the technique and I'm going to do um, six cycles right now so you can see what that, what that is like. So what you would do is breathe in through your nose and then breathe out through your mouth. And here it goes. <sighs> I've lost count, but I believe those um, were um, six cycles. But basically, you're breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your mouth, through an open mouth. So um, what you want is your exhalation, which is breathing out, longer than your inhalation, which is breathing in. And that tends to bring the blood pressure down. And once you've completed uh, six cycles, or you could even do more, then you repeat your blood pressure measurement. And if you, you'll notice that your blood pressure will uh, come down. Uh, the next one is the green tea. So you take two green tea bags and place it in a cup of boiling water. And you put a top on it and let it steep for about um, a minute. And then you can drink that tea with a spoon. I've seen that to be most effectively. You just dip the spoon in and then you blow the tea on the spoon. And then you kind of just sip the tea from the spoon. You just sip it up. And then if you just do that until the tea is, um, until you've consumed the whole cup. And then you can repeat your blood pressure and see if it'll bring it down. A lot of times it does. And when you when it comes down, it tends to stay down for several hours. So you want to repeat your blood pressure after maybe one or two hours later and to make sure that it's, it's staying down. If not, then repeat that process. Now make sure you get the green tea that is decaffeinated so that um, 
caffeinate, caffeination, we know caffeinated tea could cause your blood pressure to go up. So make sure you get the decaffeinated tea. Now, the third uh, home treatment is the apple cider vinegar. And so you want to get the apple cider vinegar with the mother. And that's usually the Bragg's brand, B-R-A-G-G-S. You want to take two to three tablespoons in four ounces of warm water. And you just drink it um, straight. Uh, I wouldn't like drink a little at a time. I would just not real fast, but you just kind of drank it up. Um, and then you can repeat your blood pressure in about uh, 10 to 15 minutes after you drink that apple cider vinegar. Well, or, or 30 minutes. Uh, give it time to work. And you, you'll you see a drop in your blood pressure from that. Um, the next one is um, a hot bath. So you want to draw a hot bath as hot as you can stand it and put uh, a half a bag of the Epsom salt. I believe it's like two ounces of Epsom salt. I recommend the fragrance um, one, uh, the lavender fragrance. And then you sit in that hot bath, um, not scalding hot, but just as hot as you can stand it. And just stay in there until the water gets um, where you can't stand that it's it's cold enough that you can't stand it. Or you can just sit in there for 20 to 30 minutes. And then uh, when you get out the tub, just make sure, um, well, just dry yourself off completely and get comfortable in whatever clothing that you have. And then go and repeat your blood pressure again and see. Uh, I'm sure it will bring your blood pressure down at least five five parts. Um, the last one is a foot soak. Now you would do the same thing that you would do with your tub bath, um, but you just draw it in a bucket, draw the water in a bucket as hot as you can stand it. And then you put uh, about uh, four ounces, uh, rather two ounces of lavender um, Epsom salt in the foot soak and soak your feet and soak it for about 20 to 30 minutes and then after that you can repeat your blood pressure and see how how nicely it will bring your blood pressure down and the really good thing about home treatment is that you can repeat it as needed so just make sure you check with your healthcare provider to make sure these uh, treatments are right for you so it's important for you to find out what your severe blood pressure would be. So you want to ask your healthcare provider, what is a severe blood pressure for you and what action to take if your blood pressure is severe? So you want to know that ahead of time. So you want to plan to for if this does happen. Now, hopefully your blood pressure is not ever severe um, or not even ever elevated And that if you have hypertension, hopefully your blood pressure is controlled. But sometime or another, every now and then, blood pressure medication based on your weight, let's say you start gaining a little more weight, or let's say you start eating out more than normal, sometimes your blood pressure will um, go up and become severe. The best scenario is that you have talked with your healthcare provider before your blood pressure became severe uh, and you've made arrangements 
about how to handle elevated or severe readings. If you and your healthcare provider have not had that conversation to know what to do when your blood pressure is elevated or if you are at a stage one or two uh, hypertension or if you have severe readings, then I would suggest to call your healthcare provider for some medical advice. Now, if you're having stroke symptoms, you need to call 911 immediately. Those symptoms are confusion, difficulty understanding, dizziness, loss of balance, numbness, severe headache, trouble speaking, trouble walking, vision changes, weakness. You may have weakness on one side of your face. Uh, Your mouth may seem to be drooping on one side or the other. Those are symptoms of a stroke. Those are symptoms that you need to get immediate medical attention for. So call 911 for any stroke symptoms. Usually you would have maybe one or two of these symptoms at the same time. Stroke symptoms are very serious and taking action fast is the best advice. Now, let me just say, if you're having chest pain or shortness of breath or any any other symptoms, you really need to call 911 as well. You may be having chest pain that's radiating down your left arm, or it could be radiating down your right arm or jaw pain or any symptoms like that would be uh, a reason to call 911 rather than to drive to the emergency room. Now you know what everybody ought to know about hypertension, and that is everybody ought to know what to do with their severe blood pressure readings. Stay tuned to the next Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I will talk about some things that may be contributing to your high blood pressure or your severe blood pressure. Thanks for listening.